0: Let us pray. Lord, you say in your word that faith comes by hearing. Help us to hear your word, that it take root in our hearts and blossom in our lives. Amen. Ah, Psalm 23. An idyllic scene of peace and tranquility. Can't you feel that? Warm sun splashing across the green meadows. Can't you smell that fresh wild grass? Can't you see the stalwart shepherd watching over the sheep, drinking serenely from the still, clear waters? A beautiful scene, but it only shows part of the story of the psalm and only part of the story of your life and mine. Ah, Psalm 23, a menacing scene of death and trouble. Can't you feel that biting wind blowing through the valley of the shadow of death? Can't you smell that putrid air from burnt wood and rotting crops? Can't you see the faces of the people who trouble you, who unnerve you, who frighten you, closing in? A terrible scene. But it only shows part of the story of the psalm, only part of the story of your life and mine. Sadly, Psalm 23 is often sequestered on the shelves of our imagination as being only fit for funerals. But perhaps Psalm 23 is even more fit for baptisms, even more fit for marriages, Even more fit for your life right now, your life around the corner and your life down the road. The Reverend Dr. Roth Jacobson, who's an Old Testament professor at Luther Seminary in St. Paul, Minnesota, tells us this. Quote, Psalm 23 is essential. The putter is the essential club for golfers. The chef's knife is the essential tool for cooks. And Psalm 23 is the essential text for the daily life of faith. Sure, you can golf without a putter, cook without a chef's knife, and live the Christian life without Psalm 23, but who would want to? End of quote. Professor Jacobson's words take on uh, an extra punch when you know that he is, quote, a survivor of childhood cancer and a double above-the-knee amputee known for his sense of humor. End of quote. Why is Psalm 23 essential? In just six verses, it lays out simply and beautifully the basic realities of faith and the basic realities of life. Verse 1 is a declaration of faith. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. Not only is there a God, but God is personal. Your God, my God. And God is not against us, but God is for us. God is our shepherd. Verses 2 and 3 show us that idyllic scene of peace and tranquility. He makes me lie down in green pastures and leads me beside still waters. He revives my soul and guides me along right pathways. For his name's sake. In your life, there will be moments and sometimes seasons of peace and tranquility. Have you had times like that in your life? Seasons where you feel guided to take a particular path and the way is clear and sure. Verses 4 and 5 give us that menacing scene of death and trouble. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow, Of death. I shall fear no evil, for you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You spread a table before me in the presence of those who trouble me. You have anointed my head with oil, and my cup is running over. In your life there will be moments and sometimes seasons of death and trouble. Have you had times like that? Seasons where the path is not clear and you are only sure that you are lost in the valley of shadow. Verse 6 is another declaration of faith. Surely your goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Verse 6 is a declaration that God's goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life. Did you catch that? All, both the days you'll spend in the green meadows and the days you'll spend in the shadowed valleys. God's mercy and goodness will be with you. It's with you now. A moment of humor, It's a little moment of humor. Uh, The other day, a young man saw me on the street and he approached me wanting to talk. And he shared, you know, I refuse to believe my road worker father was stealing from his job. But when I got home, all the signs were there. Road worker father, all the signs were there? Okay. I, I told the man, tell your father he needs to stop. Okay, okay, I'll stop before you all put up signs instructing me to exit now. Psalm 23. Is essential for life's highways because it tells you and it tells me to seek the shepherd. When your life is green meadows, seek the shepherd. When your life is shadowed valleys, seek the shepherd. When your community is green meadows, seek the shepherd. When your community is shadowed valleys, seek the shepherd. When your country is green meadows, seek the shepherd. When your country is shadowed valleys, seek the shepherd. Christians have proclaimed for centuries that if you want to see the face of the stalwart shepherd of Psalm 23, look to the face of Jesus Christ. Seek the shepherd by times of prayer. Even if that's just praying the Lord's Prayer at the end of each day, or in the middle of your frustration and stress, simply saying, help. Seek the shepherd by times of rest even if that's just breathing and counting down to 10, even if that's just getting outside for a couple of minutes to take a walk or take in some sun. Seek the shepherd by reducing the screen time in your life, a little less TV, a little less time on that device so that you can listen. Seek the shepherd by being among the flock. Connect with your congregation. Reach out to your spiritual friends. Seek the shepherd by expressing gratitude. Often, even in life's worst moments, there are little things we can give thanks for. Lift those up and give thanks. Seek the shepherd and the face of those who trouble you. Let me rewind that one. Seek the shepherd and the face of those who trouble you. It could be someone who doesn't look like you. It could be someone of a different political affiliation. But someone who troubles you, seek the shepherd in the face of those who trouble you. Seek the shepherd by standing with those in the shadowed valleys. Seek the shepherd by giving thanks with those in the green meadows. Psalm 23 is essential for another, more wondrous reason. The shepherd seeks you even when you have no faith left in your tank. The shepherd seeks you when the only prayer you can muster is a wisp of a word or a half-believed hope. The shepherd seeks you when you look in the mirror, just trying to find yourself. Imagine in your hearts, imagine in your mind, being found by the shepherd. Can you see that? Imagine finding the shepherd. This is no mere imagination. This is the experience of 2,000 years of Christian faith by the millions of women and men come before us through dungeon, fire, and sword, through past protests, past pandemics, and past political pandemonium, and past joys and victories for individuals and oppressed peoples. These members of the flock of faith these sheep of the shepherd Christ were sustained by God's goodness and mercy through the worst and best of life. And so can you be sustained by God's goodness and mercy through the worst and the best right now. How? Through Christ and by the power of the Holy Spirit and for the glory of God, seek the shepherd. The shepherd is seeking You. Amen.